Hello, this is What Type of Richard Dweck, Season 2, Episode 13, Take 3, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've had such a hard time, because, like, I'm trying to decide, like, if I should write out the show, the podcast, or just go off, because this is what it was, was just what the heck with Richard Dweck, what's going on, like, that's sort of what I got the gist of it to be. Uh, what's going on with me is, uh, I have not open mic tomorrow at a Brighton bar, and that's exciting, but it's kind of not, it's like, I'm excited because I get to do my new material, but it's hard because I'm, you know, I gotta perform in front of, you know, just comics, and just regulars, and you know, the regulars are good, but like, to me, it's very hard for me to, to figure out, like, what I'm gonna do with my act. I want to add new stuff. I think I have enough to like go past eight minutes or past ten minutes and do like fifteen now. But it just is going and doing older materials. What I've gone back to, and uh, I have this older bit that I'm doing on uh, Monday that has like killed once and bombed a whole bunch of other times. It's uh, it's called Pro Wrestling Porn Paradox. It's basically like why I like softer porn but love pro wrestling and uh, the like similarities between the two and you know, a sort of bad thing and that's killed once. And uh, yeah, it's just trying to get that material. You know, I listen to. Uh, Kyle Kinane on uh, Joel Byers' podcast, uh, Hot Breath, and, uh, which is so cool, because uh, my friend who's also a comedian at Kyle Room, uh, he did the mic, the open mic that I co-hosted a lot, like, uh, he was able to ask another question, he's been really good in the Q&As in there, in that podcast, with the professional comedians. Anyway, Kyle Kinane came out with a new album. It's on Spotify, that's where I listen to stuff. And uh, he, uh, it's great. And uh, it's called Trampoline in a Ditch. And what's cool about that is he named each track after a personality in the Myers-Briggs personality test. And me, I'm like, I'm the mediator. That's what my thing is. That's what I scored on it, and to me it's like, you always, I always, you got one thing apt, and it's like, I always explain things through, like, creative ways. Like, I give, like, different examples, and, you know, I, uh, find unique ways to express myself verbally, and, you know, try and bring up different points, you know, there's a lot of, uh, little expressions that I'll just use, and, uh, like yeah and to me I'm not like a mediator I don't think I'm like you know between two people but me I just want to make people happy because you know people are calm then I can be calm or like in my head like I'm in my head like if the world if I'm in my head I can't have the world your world be on fire you know things have to be okay with you so I can go deep into myself and care about myself so uh, it can be very selfish it seems like you know the intent 
but uh, that's a whole, you know, in, inner workings thing, I guess, of your brain that you just have to get into. It's fun to get into and interesting. And like, I feel like things are getting up, you know. I have this new, you know, I have the new jokes and I have the new things and I'm just, uh, you know, trying to get into everything and get things back and, uh, you know, it's, it's tough because it's like, I don't ever want to complain anymore. Like, the one thing that Kyle Canadian put that's best on that podcast is that doing stand-up is a lot like playing darts. Like, you got to be able to do it for free. Like, that's how you, uh, how you know, like, you're on the right path is you're doing it for free. You know, you're not doing it to be rich and famous. You know, that's not the point. You do, do stand-up because it's a challenge. And I, I really like that one that I think he said. And you really should check it out. Uh, hot breath if you look up podcasts and uh it's uh great um but to me i'm always just like trying to get to the next level you know it's like okay i'm five years in i can do five minutes i can open i think i can open for a lot of people you know they're joking about it with uh you know the comedian uh Dan Caprio, I've mentioned him early on uh, in the podcast before, but like, they were joking about me like traveling with him and like, you know, opening for him. And you know, I would love to do that. I love to open for him. I think there's plenty of people that like, I love doing comedy with that I could open for. And like, it's just is the, you know, it's just the thing is like, I just need more opportunities and more spots. And it's like, you know, these open mics, it's like, everyone's seen my stuff, they kind of know what's working, what's not, and it's like, I gotta find some way for them to be like, yes, do that material, I want that material on my show, and that's the guy that I'm gonna pick. But to me, it's like, you know, it's uh, so interesting. Uh, last week, this past week, I had a really good set, and that's because a couple people, like me, is that I don't really like jive with or get along with, they uh, came, they weren't there, so I was able to uh, be more relaxed, and uh, the set before was atrocious, the set before, the week before was atrocious, and that was just a bomb, and you know, it's just like that bombing becomes so different over the years, you know, with me it's just like, this is my one shot during the week, to get all this material down, see what works, see what doesn't, so if I'm bombing or I'm up there bombing, A, I feel like I'm wasting time, and B, I feel like I'm wasting I feel like it's, you know, in between, like, that spot of, like, okay, I can get to this side where I have all this material that works, but I just have to swim through this path of just shitty joke shitty joke, shitty joke, and it's like, no, I just want to swim past all the garbage and get to the water, and, uh, I guess that goes back to me, uh, finding weird ways to, uh, communicate, is, you know, using that, uh, swinging, swinging metaphor, or whatever it is, uh, I don't know, 
if that's the proper word, what a metaphor is, but uh, you know, I was talking with a newer comedian. Uh, his name is Dylan. He's really good. He's like, you know, he's getting there, and he's a yeah. I say that like, it's not by him, but you know, I like his stuff, and he's, you know, he's really trying, and he's new, and the, we're just talking at this one show that we did. Well, we didn't open the mic at a show at a uh, at, um, Pete Freight and other comedians, his wife's birthday party. So it was at his house. And, uh, you know, I'm just talking with him before. And he's sort of like, I love talking about comedy and being all nerdy. And I just sort of explained it like, the farther you get, it becomes more clear. Like, it gets easier. That's what I told him. And he was like, happy to hear that. And to me, I always explain it's like, you know, when you're starting out, you're just grasping at that straw. You're like trying to find whatever you can. You don't know like what five minutes is or what ten minutes is. You can't tell the time between your jokes. But once you produce sample enough, I've realized like the more I get along, the more comfortable I get. It's like rock climbing. Like I've only rock climbed not in the extreme way, but I'm like in like high school, and I'm for heights, but I didn't mind like some rock climbing so I could get like I didn't have to get up that far but like you know with rock climbing you sort of when you're not used to it what I sort of imagine is like you you see everything you're like oh this is the thing I can grab onto this is the thing I can step on this is the rock I can step on and get up and that's how your act is it's like okay I can start down here get up here get up here get up here and then sort of back come back down and it's like, you know, it just gets better. So I like that core sort of uh, thing. It's like, you know, to me, I guess that's what it is now. Like to me, stand-up when I'm starting out, like my first year, I would say it's like boxing, but my hands are behind my back in a uh, in handcuffs. And now stand-up for me is like rock climbing, where it's like, you know, just trying to find the different, like, you know, rocks to step on, and uh, the different ways to navigate up and into that set. And it's very uh, imaginative. Um, you know, it's so weird to like just think about everything. And uh, I guess it's about 11 minutes now. That's pretty cool. I have my brother's poster of a penny from the Big Bang Theory in my room. I don't know why it's in my room. But uh, people bag on get on the show, the Big Bang Theory. My parents love it because, of course, they do. Because they're boomers. But, uh, like, to me, it all depends on you know, what you're expecting. Like for a CBS show, and for a Chuck Lorre show, it's pretty good. Like, I mean, I still think the uh, Two and a Half Men is better. Like, my parents have been watching that too back, and uh, you know, I think that's better, especially the, the earlier seasons. But uh, yeah, like Big Bang Theory, it has a good, like, fundamental thing that changes and you know the characters they do grow and they do change 
and yes, there's a lot of misogyny, and there's a lot of, you know, it's weird to have certain jokes with certain characters that are, you know, to have homophobic jokes when your main star in it is gay, and to have, like, jokes that are not, like, their jokes are, are, this guy is sexist, but we're not calling him out on being sexist, we're just saying, oh, he's sexist because he's, you know, an urban, and it's like, no, he's sexist because of, you know, that's the culture that's been for years, and me getting up on my soapbox, uh, but, um, yeah, like, people hate on it, and it's like, it's a CBS show, it's a sitcom, you know, like, you can expect better shit and hold TV shows to, to have accountable when they're on certain channels, like, a show like The Bang Bang Theory was on HBO or Showtime or Netflix, I can understand, like, it getting the hate level that it gets, because... You really have to bring it for those shows. And there's a different subtext and context of those shows and what they do. And, like, it's not like fucking Silicon Valley, you know? Which was a good show. But sort of, like, petered off at the end. And, uh... But still was pretty good. And it's just, like, you gotta know your expectations. Like, you just gotta know your expectations. I mean, that's the... Thing and limit your expectations to what things are. You know, I I sort of with the way I would explain like Big Bang Theory, I guess, in my weird way of explaining things is like it's like going to a local like concert that you know is not going to be that good, and then like going to see like a super famous like legendary rock star. It's like a different show. Like, you know, you just can't have to explain, and you just have to uh, find different things, like, you know. Uh, I guess I'm getting, uh, you know, 14 minutes now. Uh, this is going well. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the next season. I want to find a way to do, there's a way to do uh, guests on the show. I want to have, you know, guests on podcasts and uh, talk about new things and also I want to review movies and review classic classic stuff like uh, you know stuff I grew up on like I was big uh, fanatic like obsessed I guess with uh, the Three Ninjas movies as a franchise and uh, it's very cool because of how that that movie series got created and like the brilliance of some of it and the uh, formula, and also having like a reboot in after in the same time period, so it's like it's really interesting. And uh, just do more comedy reviews, like comedy albums and specials. So uh, yeah. Uh, this is all I have for now. Uh, thank you. Goodbye.